gather around everybody. It's time for the Tales by Tove podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to episode number two of the Tales by Tove podcast. Um, thank you so much for everyone that tuned into episode one. It was so amazing to like see everyone sharing it on Instagram and Twitter. It was super weird because you know, coming from a little dream to actually recording to publishing and people listening and sending, you know, positive words of encouragement has just been amazing. So um, we even went to an engagement party and someone was like, so when's the next episode? And I just thought, oh, wow, people are really listening. So thank you so much. Um, if you aren't already, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter so you can follow me and see what I'm up to. Uh, my Instagram name is TSO underscore nine underscore and twitter is similar i think but it's in the bio of the of the podcast i think i'm just getting used to the life of so after our traditional wedding i feel like i'm going through a rebrand and really embodying who i want so to be and what that really looks like and it's been it's been fun it's been a fun little journey so far and there's so much more coming your way but in this sort of space of figuring out figuring out the life of so so is starting to really look at what um what my circle looks like and my question for you is what does your circle look like I think sometimes especially at this particular fragment of life with wedding planning you start to look at who's on your guest list so think about it this way if you were planning your wedding who would you invite I know if you ask your parents, if you're from an African background, they already know who they're inviting. They've been knowing who they're going to invite. But, you know, when you start to think about it in the long term of the circle that you keep and the space that you keep, you start to be very cautious about the people who are in your space. And I'm finding this more and more as we're getting deeper and deeper into wedding planning territory because... I've become extremely cautious about the people that I want to have around me, the people who are in my circle. And that's really because, you know, growing up in an African household, there's this, um, there's always this thing about a village, you know, you go, it takes a village to raise a child. And I'm starting to realize that a lot of the friends I have now for our future generation, when we have children, the friends that we have now are going to be the people in the village of helping me raise my children and it's just like uh, is this the circle that I want to create my village you know you have to really start thinking about about the value that these people are bringing to you and the people you're choosing to call your friends the people you're choosing to call into your circle is this this kind of circle you would want your children to be in and it's not um it doesn't have to be that deep level in terms of how you're choosing your friends but it's just making sure that the people within your circle are there to help you grow. The people in your circle are encouraging you. They're building you. They are edifying you in many different ways. Whatever your flaws and weaknesses are, do your friends help you? Do your friends know that those are the things you're, you're facing and challenges you're going through? I think we have so many conversations going on about mental health these days, and it's just about do you feel safe enough to share your your heart with the people in your circle? And also understanding that different people in your circle come with different things. They add different things to you. 
you know, we all have the turn up circle, the people you go out and you have a lit time with. But, you know, to a certain extent, you could argue those are the people you lose money with. Those are the people you spend your money, you chop all your wages with and you have a good time. But are those the same people that help you make that money? Are they the same people who are pushing you in your career? Sometimes they're not, and that's okay, but it's understanding which circles are for which purpose. There's also the difference of circles in terms of, you know, you have your work friends, you have your church friends, you've got your family, you've got your friends from uni. You, as an individual, might have different personas within those different spaces, but are you adding or edifying to somebody else within that? And what are you bringing to the table? And likewise, for vice versa, what are they bringing to your table? And I always think about when I started dating, actually when me and my other half met online. So I'd been on online dating for a few months before I met him. But my criteria, we actually met on Plenty of Fish. Plenty of Fish, you can kind of, there's a criteria of the kind of person that you want to meet. So I was, you know, I used to be quite picky, like he needs to have a license, he needs to have a degree, he needs to have this, he needs to have that. And I can hear you all judging me, but it was, it was simply because in my mind, I just thought I want someone who's going to bring more to the table than I have already brought. I've brought the table, I've brought the chair. So you know, what are you bringing? You know, so I think sometimes people only only take it seriously when they're looking for a partner. But surely it's just as important to choose your friends in the same way. They are going to be your partners in different respects. They're going to be there for you in different ways. How selective are you being? Looking at accountability. For me, I found that I, having a strong circle has kept me accountable to the things that I said I'm going to do and it's so important to have accountability partners within your circle because they push you they know the things that you've said that you want to achieve whether you've given yourself a timeline or whether you hadn't like I had said I was going to start this podcast I had spoken about it and I had enough people in my circle who knew to call me on it and be like so sis where the podcast at And for me, things like that are very important because sometimes you as an individual, you're a bit too scared to do something. But to have people who hold you accountable, it just encourages you and motivates you that actually if they believe that you can do it, surely you can. And also accepting that different people within your circle have different roles of accountability. So for me, for example, I have a friend who is my prayer and faith accountability partner that's the person I I challenge my faith with that's the person I do bible plans with we can ask each other really open and honest questions about how we're feeling and maneuvering around different things and how we're adding faith into that Um, and that's not an easy conversation to have with everybody but I know that for her and I that's the relationship that we have I have an accountability partner in terms of my fitness. That is my person. When I know I'm slacking, I'm not feeling motivated enough, she knows the things that are my weakness when it comes to my fitness journey so she can hold me accountable to that. Um, Likewise, my, my sisters within my dreams and my finances, they know the things that are challenges and, you know, they know me better than anybody else in the world. So it's 
it's having a circle that you can trust with your weaknesses because they want to help you. They're going to bring something to the table. So I always think it's important to, when you're looking at your circle, it's, it's all good and well to have people you have fun and turn up with. But what are they really doing for your long term? And also it's it's making people aware. I think sometimes you have to test your circle and see whether, you know, to figure out their role. I know the roles of certain friends that I have because of the things that we've been through. Like when it came to choosing my bridal party, I chose those particular people because they've all seen me through different situations. You know, I've had the heartbreak and the dealing with the trifle type individuals. And my there's some of the people in my bridal party have been there. They've seen it. They've seen me crying. They've seen me acting wild. And for them to now be the same people walking me down the aisle has such a significance and I know that in 10 years time they will still be there the capacity might be different but that kind of relationship it means a lot so they're now part of my village going forward so it's looking at that but it's also having an, a clear clear understanding and expectation of where you're benchmarking your friends so a long time ago when I, I had a very close friend who at the time, I mean, now I can say because I'm a bit more mature, I can see where, where maybe not where we went wrong, but, you know, we're not friends now, but I can understand why that is. And I think when we were younger, for me, I always felt a little bit less than her. And it wasn't necessarily that that was her, um, it wasn't necessarily that she would make me feel that way, but it was more that I used to project my insecurities about the things that I didn't have that she had. And I think that comparison being a thief of joy is very, very true, but also it just meant that, you know, our relationship was never going to have a, a good, um, was never going to last very long because actually the benchmark that she had she wasn't even aware of. She was never, there was no way she was ever going to um, meet my expectation because the, the, she was no, not aware that there were any. And of course, for me, it wasn't fair for me to have those expectations on anybody else or to have those kind of insecurities projected on somebody. But then this is when, now that I'm older, the people that I call my, my nearest and dearest friends they are very aware of the insecurities that I might shield, but actually in reality, they know what those different things mean. So when I am placing them in a standard of being my accountability partner or being the members of my circle, that responsibility comes with, with a weight that they're willing to take on because they understand why they're there. And it's also looking at, it's not about, you know, saying, okay, all my friends now actually don't don't tick all of these boxes. So I'm going to get rid of them. People change, and it's about teaching each other where it is in terms of the direction that you want to go in. And also, it's looking at who, rather, what is your aspiring circle. I look at where I want to end up in five years on this platform, starting this podcast. I also want to get into 
mentorship and brand work and all of these different things. So actually, I should be finding a circle of people who've already achieved what I am dreaming about. They have lessons, they have advice, they have things that they could show me to maybe lead me in that direction. And sometimes it's very intimidating to try and befriend someone who you feel has achieved the things that you want to achieve. But I think it's so important to find those people who are already in the space that you want to be. You don't have to be ready. You don't have to be, you know, certified to be in the space that you're trying to figure out how to get to. And also, I think for it's looking at yourself as a solution always and understanding that, fine, you might be less experienced in a particular area than this friend that or than this person that you want to get to know. But that might be your selling point, the fact that you've not experienced it. Or you might bring a different, a different perspective on something that they've never realized. Just in the same way that a company that's been doing something for the same, you know, they've had the company culture, the quote unquote, this is just how we do things. And then they hire someone who's completely new, who's completely young and fresh, and they do it to get a fresh perspective. You could be someone's fresh perspective in your aspiring circle, but it's about understanding the circle you want to keep. What does your village look like if you were building your own? You know, we live in such a global world where I have family members all around the world. So actually, the village doesn't look like my my grandparents' village where, you know, my grandparents lived in one house and then the next compound was his sibling and his sibling and his sibling. We're dotted all over the world. But we are still able to connect and be there for one another in the way that's necessary to build relationships, but it is about being intentional about the space that you want to have and being intentional about where you're trying to get to. Me and my cousins and my sisters have a, we try anyway to have a regular sleepover, like a slumber party. And to be honest, we probably do it like once or twice a year because, you know, life happens. And when we do have it, it, it's really fun. There's a lot of drinking. My family drinks a lot. But we, um, so, you know, we've got a bit of the lick gang, but then there's like a real time where everyone catches up. We check in on each other. How is that issue that you brought up the last time? Have you done the thing that you said you wanted to achieve? Did you start that class? Did you, you know, it's always so good to have those moments where we all just check in on one another and even before, you know, leading up to that slumber party or the date that's in the calendar, I know, okay, I'm going to see them in two months. I said I was going to do this. Have I not done it? And it, it pushes me just a little bit to be like, you know what, let me try. And sometimes it's not about coming and lying and saying, oh, I did it and I've achieved this. Sometimes you can say, you know what, I did it. I failed and I failed hard and I'm never going to do it again. And that's fine. That's the lesson. You've got to fail fast. And we hold each other to that standard of just being like okay if it's something that you wanted to do did you try if you haven't tried what has stopped you is there something that we can do has the people within your circle to help you and I think it's so important to share those things with the right people not with everybody because the lit gang will not be able to help you with your career you know it's about understanding which which individuals to share 
those insecurities like people knowing that you're interested in property development if I'm on Instagram and I see a property development event that's in your area I will share that with you but I now know what it is you're trying to achieve to achieve um, and we've been watching this series called Marked by Pastor Todd and he's part of Transformation Church in America amazing amazing pastor I think if you're if you like sermons and you're a bit of an international church goer like me, then you should definitely check it out. And it's just saying how much there is to appreciate within the season that you're in and being obedient and being humble to learn because you are enough to do anything you put your mind to. But you're also, you have to le- learn while you are where you are. And it's also sometimes accepting that your circle can be for a season not everyone in your life is going to stick around some people are there for particular moments and those who are supposed to stick around stick around and those that don't don't but it's also appreciating that those that didn't stay for as long as you would have liked they still taught you something and you know I I was joking earlier about the heartbreak and the crying the trifling learned a lot about myself and about other people and how to trust people and how to maneuver around choosing the best people to be in your circle as a result of that but it's not it's not easy and it was painful and friends will hurt you some of the biggest heartbreaks have been from people who were like your best friends and then you lost but sometimes you break up with your friends and you just find a way to move on but yeah it's just about my questions for you really are who's in your circle who would you invite to your wedding who would be on that guest list who are the important people that you want to start this new season with I think of it like if we were if we then have children the people that we invite to our wedding as our friends are hopefully by God's grace the same people who we'd invite to our child's first birthday naturally it might not be the case because life happens but that's you know, you start to think of it in that kind of long-term way. Are they really adding value? Are they really making us better? And yeah, just have a think. Who's in your circle? Is your circle the same? Have you been with the same friends since, you know, way back when, your day ones? I've, I've had a, I've got a bit of a mixture of like people who I've been friends with for since I was a baby, literally, and people who I've met last year, but have made such an impact. And it's also you know there's that phrase of like time means nothing you could you could have someone in your life for 10 years and someone could come in a year and do you know twice the amount of work but it's about and you know you as an individual deciding what that work is and what you want a person to do for you so have a look at your circle is it where you want it to be is it the circle that would make your village And is it the circle that you're aspiring to be in? I know for me, now being a podcast host, you as my audience, you are my circle in terms of being my accountability partners. You are now the people that hold me accountable to publishing and recording a podcast. You will um, hold me accountable to being consistent in perfecting my craft. And that's going to be a challenge in itself, but I'm trusting you all to hold me accountable you are now the so circle the trusted and chosen so yeah 
help me guys let's let's do this together let's be one big circle that's trying to push each other and only move forward and be honest when the criticism is necessary but only to build and never to take away so yeah check out episode number one if you haven't already make sure you like follow subscribe and you can find me on twitter on instagram and facebook um most of my personal life is more on instagram so all the like wedding planning prep stuff will be happening on instagram if you're big on weddings and just like weddings like i do and then you can definitely you can check out my highlights on my page you've got all the details and stuff so you can can stay tuned and follow the journey of so but thank you so much for tuning in to episode number two we're doing this guys so i'll catch you later bye